did I just see a ghost? Ah, ah, ah. You know, the blue people with the tails. Hey, good game, shooter. We transition from to ooh. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Hello. From the studio in Nitro, West Virginia, this is Unreasonable Down. It's a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, part of the Basketball Podcast Network. I'm Josh Witt, and this is the off-season episode 17, but it's not the off-season. It's the on-season for the basketball tournament. And I am covering the event. What does that mean? You know, I've got to, I'm not bragging, but I'm looking at it right now. I've got this uh media credential what does that mean well and i'm not bragging uh all of the coca-cola classic and sprite that i can handle perk also sitting uh near the court to cover the game and so other podcasters are covering tbt just like me this is my first go round covering i attended last year as a spectator, but I'm covering the event and I covered, there was four games at the Civic Center. That's what I call it in Charleston, West Virginia. I attended the last two games, Best Virginia versus Virginia Dream was the nightcap. The first game of the evening session was Heard That versus Founding Fathers. I don't play favorites because I have a press credential or media credential. It's complicated. Listen, I went to the press conference. I went to the press conference at the end of the game for Best Virginia, and I record. I had my iPhone, no biggie. They didn't give me that. I, I brought my own iPhone, and I used the voice memo thing, and I hit the record button, and I recorded the audio of the press conference. Why? I don't know. Media, right? That's what you're supposed to do. That's Coach James Long. And so I was there in the thick of it, in the press conference room. Did I ask a question? Absolutely not. Did I wear a ridiculous outfit? Yes, I did. Did I wear a fedora with a card that was uh, paper clipped? essentially to the hat uh, that I wrote in Sharpie Press, you betcha. Uh, and I just I just watched. Now, uh, other people ask questions. But anyways, I did that because that's what you're supposed to do when you're in, when you have a media pass, right? Like if I wanted to transcribe that, if I wanted to write an article for somebody, I have the transcript of the press conference and then I would write a story. Let me just give this a go. Let me let me flesh this out how I would write a story uh, for tonight's game. Let's just figure it out together. So Best Virginia was the Best Virginia tonight. So that's the lead. My understanding of the first sentence of the recap is like the lead. Or maybe the lead's like the title, what shows up in bold. Anyways, that's how I would start it. Best Virginia was the best Virginia tonight. Virginia dream, more like a Virginia nightmare. 
like we're spitballing here. So I'd start with something like that and saying after a relatively close first half, best Virginia outscored Virginia Dream 25 to 6 in the third quarter en route to a 75 to 45 win. How's that sound? That sounds like you could read that in a newspaper. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, Kevin Jones led Best Virginia in scoring with 18 points on 6 of 15 shooting. He also led the team with rebounds with 8 rebounds. Jermaine Haley was a big part of that 25 to 6 third quarter where in that third quarter in his 7 minutes he scored in his 5 minutes he scored 7 points, he made a 3, he got 3 rebounds, he got 3 assists. I wouldn't write all that in the article. What I would tell you is Jermaine Haley was the most pleasant surprise on the team. I did not cover the exhibition game in Fairmont where Best Virginia played West Virginia Tech. I did attend as a spectator. And Jermaine Haley in that game that was a blowout, he was definitely pass first, pass second. And in this game, it was aggressive Jermaine Haley. And I was super impressed with him. Kevin Jones started slow, but ended up, as I mentioned, leading the team in scoring. Devin Ebanks got a little chippy with a Virginia Dream player at the end of the third quarter. Everybody got very anxious, but that all kind of dissipated. And Best Virginia, as the one seed, did their business. And Virginia Dream was held to 26% shooting. And so it doesn't matter. Virginia Dream, Virginia, uh, the best of the Virginia, East Virginia, call it whatever. If you shoot 26%, you're not going to win a TBT game. You're not going to win. It's just going to be rough because you've got a bank on the other team to shoot about the same or worse. And West Virginia, and Best Virginia did not shoot the lights out, but they did well. Balanced scoring, everybody got to play, and Best Virginia moves on. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all of your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet of up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. They got same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props. You got all the options in the world. Baseball's in full swing. You can bet against the Reds. You can bet against the Pirates. Listen, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TBPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And so the first game, how would I write that one? Uh, what would be the lead? Elmore struggled, but heard that prevails, 77-71. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not, you know, this is my first time being, having a media credential, you know? So 
I, I've never done this. People go to school for years and years and they study, they go to like a media school and they learn about the right way to do this. And in 2022, uh, I can also act like I'm doing that. And do I feel fraudulent? Absolutely. Was it fun? Absolutely. So, and, and back to her dad, they did win. They won by six. It was a close game throughout. Uh, her dad struggled from the free throw line. John Elmore struggled. Like founding fathers really made it hard for John Elmore. And so John Elmore and Stevie Browning combined for five for 17 shooting. Ott was 0 for 1. And yet they prevail. And so it's going to happen. Tuesday night, 8-ish p.m., Charleston Civic Center, years in the making. The buildup has happened. Supposed to play in the first round of TBT in 2020, COVID. 2021, both teams had to win twice, I believe, to make it happen. Neither team could win twice. 2022, it's on. And so... If you and I am not a fan of Best Virginia on this podcast because I am a media member, what I would say is if you are a Best Virginia fan, you would have to be concerned that John Elmore struggled tonight because then you think, is he going to struggle two nights in a row? Maybe he will. Maybe he won't. Who's to say? I guess as a, as a credentialed media member, like I, I'll tell you this. And again, I've laid all my cards on the table. At the end of the best Virginia game, I clapped four times. And then I caught myself. Nobody, I didn't get shouted off the floor like, hey, you're supposed to not have bias here. Maybe they thought I was clapping because it was towards the end of the game and I was excited that the game was over. The game took a reasonable amount of time. Like it didn't go too long like like Bob Huggins' teams can do from time to time. Uh, All of that to say, her debt, Best Virginia, 8 p.m. Tuesday night. As far as the turnout for TBT, with the evening session, with the local teams involved, I would say it's very similar to what the turnout was last year. Like lower bowl of the Civic Center Coliseum, you know, a, a handful of people on the upper level. And so I guess TBT, TBT is pleased with that because that's what the turnout was last year. I would think there's going to be more people in the top ring uh, Tuesday evening when the two local teams play each other. Like it's what you would want. It's basically what you want in a summer tournament for basketball in Charleston, West Virginia. Hey, can we have the college teams play? No, that hasn't happened in a long time. Okay, well, can we have their alumni play each other in, in the Charleston Civic Center with the stakes being if they keep winning and they win all of their games, they the team wins a million dollars? Yes, sign me up for that. So we finally got it. Now, and I'm excited to cover that. I Objectively, I think Best Virginia will be the betting favorite. That is a guess of mine. I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess they're going to be a seven point favorite. And uh, we'll see what it is. And I'll I'll send a tweet out or whatever. 
But in the two games I saw, these are all professional basketball players. Don't kid yourself. This is not amateur hour. All of these guys get paid to play basketball. What is also true in this year's version of the TBT, based on two games that I watched, uh, that I covered, that I covered, is that in 2022, you watched the Golden State Warriors play, right? And a lot of ball movement, a lot of moving without the ball, uh, lots of threes. And TBT has its share of three-pointers. It is not something where people are avoiding the three-point shot. What I would tell you also is that in two games of TBT, I can count on two hands the number of times I saw a post-up that started from 15 feet out and took, and the person that was doing the post-up taking, and I'm not making this up, I'm not (laughs) for effect saying a big number, 12 dribbles. A, tri- a 12 dribble post up is not 1984. It's <laughs> not 1973. It's 2022. And effectively, that's the other part. Effectively, there, was, <laughs> there were tri- 12 dribble post ups that ended up in a two point basket in 2022. Uh, uh, Justin Johnson for heard that. He did that at least once and probably. Four times. Kevin Jones. I don't know if he did a 12 dribble post up. John Flowers. I don't know if he did a 12 dribble post up. It was close. All those guys, the offense was clear out. And that's the crazy part is that if you can make the shot, that's great. What's also true is that back in the 80s, after about six dribbles of posting up, then the double team's coming. And tonight, the double team never came. It was just like, all right, you wanna, <laughs> you wanna take a dozen dribbles to back down a guy, and the referees never called a foul. There was no, um, what was it called? There was no flopping. It just happened. <laughs> and Justin Johnson, very effective in that. This episode of Unreasonable Doubt is sponsored by Athletic Greens. What's Athletic Greens? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, pretty much all the things. Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin, and it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. Think Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews, and it's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash emerging. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash emerging to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Athletic Greens. Here's another thing that Justin Johnson did. 12 dribbles, fade away, makes a shot, 
And then he'd come down the court and he'd do, this is something that's in basketball right now, where you put your hand flat, you know, parallel to the ground and you say, you don't even have to say it out loud, but your lips, if somebody reads your lips, they would say, that guy just said, he's too small. Now, was Justin Johnson taller than the guy he was putting 12 dribbles and a post-up move on? Barely. I don't, I hear, I guess my question is, when somebody does that, like that person that was guarding me is too small, they can't control that. I don't know what kind of flex that is, is what I'm saying. He can't, when he's guarding you, get taller. He's the size he is. So when you come down the court like, that guy's too small, well, uh, he was guarding you, and he can't control his height. So I can shoot it in your eyeball. I get that. You're not strong enough. I I do like the double bicep flex because I'm a strong person and you're a weak person. Totally get that. Uh, I'm taller than you. You're too short. Well, that's kind of like built into basketball. Some people can't make the NBA because they're too short. Now, GMs and stuff, they don't watch somebody work out and then do like the hand parallel to the ground. Listen, my cats are fighting. And that's something that happens here in Nitro. That's not a professional thing. They are not credentialed media. They're just crazy cats who like to fight each other. And I don't like that. Just find something different. Do the do the flex. I'm stronger than you. That's why I posted you up. Uh, but if if Justin Johnson got a two-point shot over um, Boban, then he can't do the two short things. So then what's he going to do? Like, you need to celebrate a Boban, Boban? That you know what I'm talking about. The guy who can reach the top shelf in the State Farm commercial. If you get it over him, Boban is not too short to guard you because he's one of the tallest human beings on the face of the earth, right? We all agree, right? So what are you doing? Anyways, respect to Justin Johnson. Respect to everybody that played in TBT today. Uh, the Auburn alumni team won in the first session and the East Tennessee State team won their game. So Bucket Nears versus War Ready, 6 p.m. Tuesday at the Civic Center, and then what the local fans are wanting. I am not a fan. Best Virginia versus Herd Debt, the second game of the doubleheader. Those two winners on Tuesday night play for a chance to go to Dayton to win three more games. <laughs> it's, it's so interesting. Elam ending, also very fun. Best Virginia's game ended in a free throw. Is that less fun? Absolutely. Is it still better than a bunch of timeouts and uh, like making the game longer? 
Absolutely. I mean, the games, they, these are four nine-minute quarters, and you can get the game over with in under two hours. That's fantastic. Love that. The game ends on a made basket. Love that. Free throw, not the greatest, but I don't know how you how you get that out as a possibility. It can happen. And it seems like it's happening with some frequency in this year's version of the TBT. Also, I hate saying the TBT because TBT stands for the basketball tournament. So when you say the TBT, what you're saying is the, the basketball tournament. And I hate myself when I do that. But you also sound dumb when you talk about TBT, when you say, what are you going to see tonight? You can't help us saying the TBT. But don't, if somebody asks what TBT stands for, then you're kind of, then joke's on you. Anyways, it was fun. Um, I, again, no rooting interest covering it for you, the listening audience. (laughs) Shout out to everybody that attended. Thank you to everybody uh, that's volunteering their time and the people behind TBT. It's a fun, it's a fun day to spend at the Civic Center if you like basketball. And I can, I think I can say this, I like the game of basketball. I think, am I allowed to say that? That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms or just pick one. New episode on Tuesday, recapping the two semifinal games, regional semifinals. Is that what we're calling it? Until then, I'm Josh Witt, credentialed media member. Uh, That's all I want to say.